Hello, and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I am Doc, your host. Sit back, relax. Let's talk about some things that's going on in the world today. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on, but I hope that everything with you and yours is fine. I hope everything is beautiful. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Any day above dirt is a fine day, even if it's a struggle. So you find a way to make it through. I hope you can agree with that. Uh, one of the things that I want to talk about today is life is a series of no's. And we got to figure out what kind of questions are we really asking from life. Uh, are we asking fair questions that we don't deserve yes answers to and no's really reply because we haven't done the work to get yeses? Or are we asking for things that don't even make sense? So we're going to get into that a little bit later, but I want to talk about, as usual, I want to talk about Corona and get that out of the way. I like to get that out of the way in the beginning of the show so I can move on to maybe hopefully lighter and better things. We got 19.5 million cases worldwide and 724,000 deaths. There are 5 million cases in America, 161,000 deaths. More than 97,000 children have tested positive for corona between July 16 and July 30th. And they're talking about reopening the schools. That makes no sense. So we might get the first 12 million vaccines going to critical health workers. And they're going to need 110, at least 110 million for high risk people. So these would be the first people that are going to be on the list. But 42% of all Americans right now are saying that they wouldn't even get vaccinated for COVID-19. I don't know if it's because they believe in uh, conspiracy theories. I don't know if they're anti-vaxxers, but 42% is a very high number. Actually, it's a shocking number to me that that many people in America would say, no, I am not taking the risk of taking the vaccine because people are believing in this chip thing. They believe in the end of days thing. They believe in, in the rapture type thing. But I haven't seen a whole bunch of people disappear from the earth. So that theory's kind of blown out of the water, the rapture one. Okay? So in a lot of major cities here in America, and I want to say thank you and welcome to those people who are listening from France, Ireland, Australia. I appreciate you. I thank you. I hope I entertain you. I hope that you learn a couple of things about what is going on in America, especially from the vantage point of a black male or several black males. It depends on who calls in. So we have this motorcycle rally here called Sturgis. It's in its 80th anniversary. And they're talking about a quarter of a million people are descending on South Dakota. That is a lot of people to into one area. And I know it's going to be great for that economy. But I'm wondering what is going to be the repercussions two, three, four weeks down the line from COVID cases because these people are anti-mass people. They're anti-social distances. They will not. So the odds that this will be a hotbed for the virus is great. I'm wishing for the best, but I'm being a realist. I'm always going to be a realist in situations like this. I can't imagine that this will end well because this is just the day and time we live in. People are not sorry about the back, uh, virus until they have it and they're on their deathbed. Then the sorries flow and they flow heavy then because they realize that there's no turning back at that point. So we had this tropical storm come kick our ass earlier this week. And I'm hoping that if anybody is listening who suffered through this, that you can recover your goods, that everything will change in your life for the better, that this will actually be something that will work out for you in your favor. Sometimes a loss brings a great win, and I'm hoping that the great win follows this big loss if you suffered any loss at all. I mean, we just had a lot of bad rains here. Thankfully, no damage to the vehicle or anything like that, so I can't say that I suffered at all other than it being loudly raining. In two weeks, not this next Sunday, but the Sunday of August 
23rd, I am going to do a special show. And that special show is going to be about music, people. So if you feel like calling in, look me up. Look up Strange Talk with Doc online. Find my link. Find this phone number. And call in. It's going to be dedicated to only music. I'm not going to talk about anything else but music. And I'm going to talk rock. I'm going to talk rap. I'm going to talk reggae. I'm going to talk folk music. I'm going to talk best groups, best albums, best female singers, best male singers, top 10 songs, music that has touched your life. Music is a big part of my life. I enjoy music. I love music. I love music as though it is a real person. I can't imagine even loving a person as much as I love music. Music touches my soul. So I want to dedicate and I try to dedicate at least one show per year to nothing but music. And I decided that that show will be the show that I will be actually dedicating to music. So we get a guy out there, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's a real whack job. I mean, anybody who's heard, ever listened or heard of Tucker Carlson knows this to be true. Unless you happen to be a Fox News fan. So he says that he doesn't even believe we know how and why George Floyd died. I mean, uh, this is a mindless thing for him to say. How could he even come up and say something like this? And I don't understand how Fox News allows him to say things of this nature. They don't vet a word that comes out of these announcers' mouth. Someone has called in. Who we got there? Ned Boy. Hey, Ned, what's going on? You on the cell phone today, huh? Oh, yeah, because uh, before I couldn't dial in on my cell phone, but for some reason with this new number, I'm able to dial in. Okay, yeah, I switched the number from, uh, I believe I was in the uh, Midwest, and now I'm in Philadelphia or somewhere in Pennsylvania. Okay. So uh, I've been working very hard the last couple of days, and I'm going to tip my hat to those who can do it and do it very easy, who can create websites. Websites are not easy to build. I mean, I've tried several different places, but I finally got one up and running, and I'm going to give everybody the address. It's strange slash talk slash wit slash doc dot W-E-B-N-O-D-E dot com. So I officially have a website because what I did was I completely bailed on Twitter and I completely build on Facebook and I completely build on Instagram. I no longer am doing anything with those. They take up too much of my time. When I uh, do this show and I upload it to YouTube and other places, I then take clips. And I was taking these one-minute clips because Instagram, that is a pain in the butt, man. They only allow you one-minute clips. So I would then have to break down what I thought was like the most one-minute important one minute clips and then put them on but then people don't really wait get a unless view you put it in you. your story okay so i don't then well it would, no it would have switched over the when if you put it in your story it should have switched over to instagram tv or something like that okay well see i did not know that you live and you learn so what i did was i said you know what i'm tired of breaking down these long conversations we have and doing that so sometimes i put up yeah. the whole show on YouTube, right? The whole entire show. Then I break that show down into maybe four or five what I think are like some of the most important things that we talked about. And and I try to make sure that my voice is not the only voice heard. So like I have clips okay. up there that are 20 minutes long. So I put those on and I was like, you know what? I'm not breaking those down now into one minute clips. So I bailed. I said, you know, the easiest thing for me to do is to make this web page. This way I can put any content I want because it's my web page. I can do whatever I want there. And besides, so you, I don't have... you're not doing that um you're not doing that um black golfers group anymore? No, the black golfers group is definitely interlinked with my web page. I oh, gave okay. them a whole okay. section. And so what I do is I talk about it here. I pull those clips from when we talk about the black golfers group. Then I put those yeah. and post those to my YouTube page. So okay. the YouTube has 
full, like if I talked about it for five minutes, that whole five minute clip will be up there. So people get a full oh. understanding of what I'm trying to do instead of me just saying, hey, man, I started a Facebook golf page. Come join it. And then I don't give them any backstory of why I'm one of nine million Facebook golf, you know, pages. Okay, you know, so I, uh, I, uh, I did that. So before we take a break, I just want to talk briefly again about Kanye. And I'm not understanding Kanye's rationale. I don't understand why he thinks he's a viable person for Trump to use. I think that not only is Kanye confused, but Trump is very confused about the importance that Kanye holds in the black community. I think that Kanye has lost a lot of credibility with black people with the things that he has said, not his actions, but the things that he has said over the last two years about, you know, Harriet Tubman, slavery was a choice. There is a great section of black people who really don't want a lot to do with this man. So if he thinks that this is going to be like a tipping point, I think once again, Trump's got it wrong, man. I think he's highly he got it wrong. Yeah, I think they're misreading I mean, black people, but I don't know if he has anybody on his staff that can try to read a black person. Yeah, it's uh it's it's quite insulting that they think that we are so we lack intelligence to the point that if you just throw a black face at us, that we will universally back that black face. You have to realize, you know, uh Biden made a big mistake by talking about our lack of diversity. Some of the most diverse people on this planet is black people. You can put it this way. Go to a black barbershop. Inside that black barbershop, you're going to have thugs. You're going to have buppies. You're going to have bums. You're going to have people who voted, people who have never voted, people who graduated from college, people who have never even finished high school. And that's just in a group of 10 guys. You got, you're going to have Muslims mixed in there, Christians, and atheists. We are very diverse. We, we don't even believe this. We don't believe the same shit because we're from so many different places, black people. You know what? A Haitian's not going to think like an American. An American's not going to think like a Jamaican who's not going to think like a Trini, who's not going to think like a Guyanese or somebody from Ghana. We, we are so different. The only thing that really puts us all together is that we are universally targeted as black. Yep. You know, but other than that, I mean, shit, you got, you got one black guy. He has never eat pork in his life. The next guy eats pig feet. So it, you don't, don't tell us that we're one and the same. And we're not all Democrats. We're not all lifelong Democrats. Now, I think that a lot of black people who are Republicans who are not lost in the source have changed their mind on the Republican Party because of what has happened over the last couple of years, you know? So, you know, what I see is funny because they, you see how they always complain like uh, AOC, they, the young people in the Congress, they call them too progressive. And I was like, how come no one, cha- no one's playing the way that the Republican Party has turned to. They don't look at themselves oh, yeah. in the mirror and see like they did the exact same thing but opposite. Yes, they they become worse. And they don't see it as becoming worse. This is um a different day. We've had people, pocketed people, but we've never nationwide really like this in my lifetime have ever had blatant racism, criminality from the police where it is just rampant. I mean, you know what? I've been sticking away from the Karens and Kins, and I've been doing that for a reason. I try to be as responsible on Strange Talk with Doc as possible to talk about everything. But I got a little bored with Ken and Karen. But see, not a police... You're starting to see it every day now. Right, and 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 what we gonna do? Spend an hour and fifteen minutes just talking about them? No. Now we are gonna talk a little bit about Ken and Karen 
a little later because I do have something that they've been doing lately that I find bizarre. But I wanted to just talk about this. The police have ramped up their nonsense again. We've had two incidents this week. One is in Aurora, Colorado, where a mother with, with children, the children are thrown to the ground, handcuffed, guns drawn. Then yesterday in Georgia, a place called Waycross Police Department, they pull out five children between the ages of five and 16. They, they shoot at some of the children. Then they arrest the two oldest brothers. I mean, they pull up on the car, don't even flash their lights. So the kid gets scared. He tells his little brothers, think about it. I just said these are nine to 16 year olds. He tells them to run, go get help. He don't want to be out there with the cops by himself. But the police fire on the car. These are children. I mean, and didn't you tell me that we don't have major problems in this country? Stop it, man. Cut the shit. Ned, until somebody can be real about what's going on, we're going to always have these problems. You know? Yeah, because you could say there's no way in hell he would have pulled over a soccer mom and put her and her children on the ground and handcuffed them. No way in hell. I I can't envision that. Face down in the dirt? No. It would not happen. When have you seen it happen? Flashback through your years on this planet and tell me when you've seen it happen. Yeah, never. Never. And not for okay, a stolen car. I'm like, what, what, what the hell? That was like kind of excessive. And I also don't understand how in a, where, um, Aurora, how do a license plate number match a car, a car license plate number match a motorcycle license plate number from another state. I'm like, doesn't the state that is registered in pop up as well? Yeah. Well, you know what? They, they're saying that they do such shitty police work in Aurora. This woman, Brittany Graham is her name. She had reported this car stolen in January. The car was recovered. Mm-hmm. So this should have been wiped off the books to begin with. Who is doing their computer work? in Aurora, or it just sounds like a jive-ass excuse. I'm going to tell you now, I said this right before you called in. I went to this one site that I'm on. I joined this, I can't even really pronounce this, Wokachaki uh, podcast. I put my podcast up Mm -hmm. here. And 96% of the people who listen to the podcast on this site happen to be from France. So I'm speaking to the people from France, Ireland, and Australia right now. When you hear black people from America complain about things that are going on with our police department, our government, we're not exaggerating. This is common everyday stuff. We learn to unfortunately live with it. We learn to handle it. We learn to navigate these pitfalls. But do we appreciate or like it? Hell no. Do we want it to stop? You better believe it. But this is this is just the the sick shit we got to deal with, man. This is this is, and you know what? I bet you if I would have dug deeper, Ned, I would have found a couple of more Britney Grams nationwide. But every once in a while, oh, even though I want to, I want to talk about these things, it, it weighs down on your soul. You know, it, it, it taxes you. So right now, before we move on one step further, I want. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Well, let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that would allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Welcome back, people. This is Strange Talk with Doc. I'm Doc and that's Netboy. And you know what? Let me ask you a question. I brought this up earlier, but you wasn't here. They say 42% of Americans will not want to get vaccinated for COVID-19. Are you among that 42%? Yeah, 
Uh, you mean not vaccinated at all from it? At all. I'm, I'm, oh, no, I don't think I'm I didn't say first wave, it. second wave. Yeah, yeah. They, they said no. They have no interest. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that, especially if you have. I mean, if you have elderly people or parents that's living that you go see or something like that. I, I don't understand that. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not among, I'll make it very clear. This is doc and I'm not among the 42. I don't want to be in the first wave. No, I do not want to be in the first wave. I want to figure out what's going on, but I do want to see if, if these people are, I mean, this vaccination, I mean, vaccine is working and then I'll go on from there because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that's worried about uh, a chip being put in me. I'm not thinking about the mark of the beast. I'm not thinking about anything like that. I mean, we got other real shit to deal with. I don't even know. Do you eat onions? Oh, no. Okay, then, well, you're lucky. But check your home. There's been a major salmonella breakout in 34 states with onions. And these are onions that have been brought over the last month or so. I don't care if they're red, yellow, or what they are. They, they're basically saying if you own onions right now in almost most of America, throw your freaking onions in the garbage, man. You know? Well, maybe this is... Ned's younger than me, so he could help me out with this. Do you use TikTok? No, I never use TikTok based off of uh, their privacy rules and regulations. Okay, I have never used TikTok. I, I considered it more of a young person thing, but we got uh, good old Trumpino. He's going back and forth with China about sell it. If you don't sell it, I'm banning it. And I don't even know what you know. What you got to read so many things about anything that comes out of Trump's mouth just to get to the truth of what's really going on here. Was this a play to get this in the hands of people he really wanted this business in the hands of because it's blowing up? Or does he have a real problem with TikTok? I don't believe that he's worried about protecting Americans at all. No, 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 no. It's, it's something behind that. There's always something behind this. I mean, you know, here's the same guy. I mean, you know, we're going to spend a couple of minutes on Trump because we have to. You know, he he falsely claimed that all children are almost all immune from COVID. We had 97,000 children within a two-week span test positive. I understand they have stronger immune systems. I mean, because they're fresh. They're pretty much brand new. They haven't poisoned themselves with cigarettes, alcohol, and drugs. And hopefully medications. But to say that they're immune is insane. Because we would just be taking the antibody from children and giving it to adults. Yeah, also, this week, we also had some children die from it. So I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, it's just like, okay, yesterday he comes up and he signs this executive order to extend the uh, unemployment benefits. He was grandstanding. He doesn't even have the right to do that. Congress gives out money. He's not the cashier of the country. Congress is the cashier of the country. So his bill is already going to just end up on a court room table. A judge is going to say this is bogus once again. But what he's doing is he's trying to get the brownie points for people thinking that he's giving them money. And anybody who can't see how transparent he is at this point in time, they really need to reevaluate their life. They, they have to do some real soul searching about who and what they believe in because they're giving this man credit for things he you know you seen him yesterday have to walk out of his own press conference because they figured out this bill that he took credit for yesterday obama signed yeah yeah i mean his his press conference the dude told him you've given false report it was a, a bill to help veterans and it was like this bill was signed in 2014 by a man named barack obama okay well thank you and good night you know, two seconds earlier, he was trying to take, so he tries to, to, to pander to that base that loves him, 
by taking credit for anything. If if he was allowed to take credit for um, Amendment 13, he would do it. If he was allowed to take credit for the Voters' Right Act, he would do it. Because he, I, I love that he keeps telling me that he's done more for black people than anybody in history. And he's the most disliked person probably by black people in the history of this country. Yeah, the only thing he's done is make the, ra- the rapists, the racists, show their face more. Yes, yes, yes. Now, those poor people, man, in Beirut, they, that, that, that film of that bomb going off, well, basically, if you keep fertilizer like that, it's a bomb. Uh, and, you know, and naturally, Trump called it a horrible attack with no evidence that it was an attack. They stored some shit irresponsibly and it exploded. But the first thing out of his mouth is because he's looking for something. Oh, what a tar- horrible attack when there was no attack. It wasn't terrorism. They didn't claim terrorism. No terrorist group took him. credit for it. He's a he's a mental midget, this guy. And that's I'm sorry to insult any little person by lumping you with him. I did not mean to do that. Well, my thing gives, is, uh, this, guy gets, this guy gets briefings every day. Like, how do you just go off the cuff and say, oh, they was attacked? You know what? He suffers from the same disease Kanye suffers from. And somebody brought that up when we talked about him like a week or so ago. He doesn't listen. He doesn't care what you say. The only thing that that matters is what he says. So he ignores what you say. He ignores reading that stuff. He gets bullet points from it, and then he moves on to his own agenda. Because his people will not call him out on the carpet over anything. Think about this. This is the second time he's wished that Jessalyn Maxwell well, publicly. This is a woman who was feeding a pedophile, young women. And he keeps repeatedly wishing her well. Why would he spend any time, the man who's the president of the United States, supposed to be the leader of the free world, why is he even spending a moment wishing a pedophile well? Yeah, I think they got something on him. I don't see how he could just keep saying good things about this lady. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm going to say something. I, I appreciate Jonathan Swan. Jonathan Swan and him got into a nice little debate today because Trump was coming up with false statistics and Swan called him on the carpet on it. Called him right out like, come on, man. You know this is not even, you know it's not true. Why are you doing this? Why are you saying this? You know? Now, on a lighter note, Marty Janetti, net boy. What the fuck is going on with Marty Janetti? I mean, who who does what he did? Did this man basically go online and admit to murdering somebody or knowing about murdering someone? Definitely did. I don't know. Blame the drugs and alcohol. I'm like, damn, dude, you crazy. You know what? I think it's time to stop drinking and getting high, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, somebody said, because, somebody said, DDP, please go save Marty Gennetti. Well, you know what? There is a tweet or something I read from him, and I'm talking about Dallas Diamond Page, where he had reached out to Gennetti, and he said that this guy was even more troubled than he was worth. And DDP <laughs> don't turn nobody down. I mean, matter of fact, DDP is the fucking saint of wrestling right now. And he has been for years. I mean, if it wasn't for DDP, I'm, I don't know if we still have Scott Hall running around. Or or uh, Jake the Snake, you know? Yep. So I, I, appreciate, I appreciate DDP. And I don't know if he, like I said, I don't know if he could save Marty. Hey, who is this? Good morning. This is Bones, fellas. Okay, Bones, stop playing with that phone. Don't forget, every single... I have to tell y'all both this. This means a lot to me. Every single word that either one of you ever say is the most important word being said at that time. And I appreciate it. I listen back to this show. I have to say, I'm the biggest fan 
of Strange Talk with Doc. I, <laughs> I truly am because I listen back word for word, and sometimes I don't hear what you say when you say it. Well, you know, it's real time. But as I go back through the show to, to repost it, I'd be like, you know what? That was a hell of a point Bones just made. That was a great point Ned just made. And so clarity is a huge thing. So, you know, I, 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 I truly appreciate you guys. I appreciate what you do. I appreciate that you get up on a Sunday morning and you pick up that phone and you call in and you add some viewpoints. Now, I don't know if either one of y'all can do this or not. But in two weeks, I'm doing a just music show. And I know that involves homework. But I, I like to dedicate one show per year to something that's that important to me and get away from all this other stuff. And it's just called music. You know, greatest songs, top 10 artists, any genre, I don't care. But I just want to talk about music. And I, I don't want to talk about some cop kicking some kid's ass or Trump with some nonsense or Kanye. I don't want to get involved with that. Now, have either one of y'all seen or even heard, maybe y'all can update me on this, that Oakland A's bench coach, Ryan Christensen, who did the two Nazi salutes? Oh, no, I saw him do it, but I didn't, I, I haven't heard anything from him. What about you, Bones? I saw him, I saw him do the salute. <clears throat> And he was like doing it like as a joke after the second one. One of, one of the guys corrected him to do this, like the fist bump, like with your your arm, um, you know, like in a like a salute, you know, not a full, you know, full arm salute, but a half salute, you know. And then mm-hmm. he like, like laughed it off. That's it. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm shocked that he hasn't been suspended, or Major League Baseball hasn't come down on him, or anything of that nature. But you know it's the you know it's sign of the times. Prince called it one of his songs, "Sign of the Times." You can get away with shit like that. And I'm not saying that the man had evil intent, but you still gotta watch. Think about it. if he threw two middle fingers up, he'd be catching hell, catching hell. You know, I I watch TV stinks so bad that I only watch one show all week. One show. Everything else has been just gobbledygook so i watched the shy and they finally closed out a very troubling um series for me i'm not going to get into that because net might eventually watch the show and i know i can't give it away but damn man when you wait seven weeks for a show to stop doing something that really bothers you that's a long wait but i'm glad it's finally over so i still recommend the shy it's a good show are you guys watching anything? I'm literally, I watch first take. Then I go to basketball. Now I got golf. And there's nothing else that I watch on TV during the day. Any recommendations? Uh, Either one. I saw, um, there's a show on Netflix called Immigration Nation. It's like a documentary type series on our immigration system. It talks, it goes from all different departments of ICE and the people that's coming across the border, I get that five stars. It's about six episodes. Okay. How many children are being crying and separated from their parents? Because I can't handle that shit. I'm a coward. Uh, they, they, they only, that, that's probably only one episode. Okay. Because that, that, that breaks me up, man. I don't like to see that, you know, Mama, you know, Marie is crying because little Jose has been taken from her arms and, He's living behind a cage. That that that's a difficult. That's a difficult. Yeah, pill they hit all the aspects. It's a really really good um, program. I mean, of course, you're gonna get some episodes where it's mostly subtitled, but highly recommended. Okay, I'll I'll give that a I'll give that a watch because you know my Netflix uh, freebie ran out uh, last last Sunday. I finished up uh, Last Chance You and Worst Prisons in in the World. But I was oh, I I'm always that. disappointed. I watched that show that you recommended too, the um, New York versus the Mob or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't too much yeah, that Giuliani, was pretty, that right? Was pretty good. No, no, not it at all. But it was that was really good too. 
I was hoping it'd yeah, be a it little was nice longer. And short. Yeah, it yeah, was short. I thought they were going to the Gotti era too, but um, it was pretty good. Yeah, it it was it really kind of just wrapped up when he broke up the five families, and so you know I I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. Now I I'm gonna say something now. Man. I got U verse. Uverse has to have the worst fucking sports package known to man. We got nothing. We got no NBA channel. We have no NFL channel. We have no red zone. Oh, man. If this was a normal year, I'd be pulling my hair out and I'm bald. I guess I'd be attacking my eyebrows. You know, because they're killing me, man. Wouldn't you think the NBA would give us a break? Say, at least give us a free week of NBA TV. Because those 1 o'clock games, I can't watch any of them because they're on NBA TV. Now, the 4 o'clock games, they come on like ESPN, so I can start watching. But I don't have the NBA channel. And I want to see this kid, uh, TJ Warren, who's been going crazy in the bubble. Who the fuck is TJ Warren? Oh yeah, I just I haven't seen no game, but I just heard uh, them talking about him on uh, one of them shows that he hasn't basically been missing. Yeah, he's the MVP from three, of the ain't you like 63 percent from three point range? Yeah, I mean think about it. The dude averaged twenty points a game, which meant he wasn't a bum, right? But we didn't know him. Now this dude dropped thirty nine last night. He dropped fifty three. He dropped 34, 32. I mean, he's going off every single night. I mean, I, I turned on a game yesterday. I watched the Clippers play. I forget who the Clippers were playing. Portland Trailblazers. I wait all week. I get a chance to see Kawhi, and fucking Kawhi sits. Kawhi sits. Who the fuck is doing management, load management after you had five months off? Just, it makes no sense. Kawhi's a real pain in my ass. <laughs> I love Kawhi, but he can go fuck himself, man, because he's a real pain in my ass. This is the type of shit, this is why he wasn't a spur, because he wanted Pop to baby him. You know? Okay, LeBron's got a fake groin injury. I can live with that, because they wrapped up number one, even though that means nothing. There's no home court I know, I advantage, like, Let me get a, a groin injury right after you talk all that shit about locking up number one. Yeah, his groin injury. That shit is fake as hell. That's like you just woke up this morning and you were six foot nine. It didn't happen. There's no groin injury. LeBron don't want to work yeah, no more. They can just bubble down though. They can start the playoffs me. right now because uh, the Pelicans and Memphis just straight losing every game. Yeah, you know what? That that's disappointing. Here, what was the deal with that? Zion is twenty years old. You bring him in. After four months off, and you start playing him only fourteen minutes a game, so I, I, I'm yeah, really like confused. He, he just had all these. He just had all this. He was on low. He was on minute management before the season ended. So you think five months after, he would be on no minute restrictions? I'm like, nah, something's going on with this guy's knee or something, or that they're not telling us right now. Yeah, and as you see, he's back to a little bit tubby uh, Zion. That that buff Zion that we seen a couple of months ago, that was a couple of months ago. Because if you think about it, if you see Carmelo Anthony, he's not looking as skinny as they showed him. Uh, the beard is not looking as skinny as they showed him. Matter of fact, um, James Harden looked like he had been up on the mountain with Moses for months. He looked so horrible in that picture, I thought he was dying. So... <laughs> Now he's back to normal. And I'm going to tell you, I, I thought about you. I thought about you, Nat. The WWE has been so freaking good that I'm re-fanning myself a WWE fan. And I know people hated WWE Underground, but that shit was hilarious to me. I could not stop laughing. <laughs> My wife could not stop laughing. She was like, I don't give a damn what, because Twitter was going off on them. I was like, yeah. you know what? This is it's so bad. Sometimes something can be so bad, it's so good. And that's how bad it was. It was good. I was like, yeah, somebody said, how many times do you can you throw shit against the wall before it finally sticks? 
Well, you know what? Do I think that this is going to permanently stick? No. But it was fun to watch because it, it just didn't make any sense. It was the first time I seen Shane McMahon act like he didn't even know what was going on in wrestling. It was like he he just, it was his first night ever involved in a business. I was like, this is great. Then you got these two lunatics, Bailey and Sasha. I, I could watch them do anything. They yeah, just, they just tickle. They just, for some reason, those two tickle me. They tickle the shit out of me. And no, it's fine. I didn't. I don't watch the full thing. Like I record it, then I just go to their segment, and if something else looks interesting, I stop on that segment, and then I'm done. Listen, I've been watching wrestling like that now since the invention of the remote control. The invention of the remote control. And now, how long has that been? I never watch full wrestling because the the boring, the most boring thing to me is the matches. I love the talking. I love the backstage. I love the shenanigans of it all. And matter of fact, that's why I wasn't into NXT because they didn't allow them to really talk. Now they're allowing them to talk. I'm enjoying that more. Even though I think some of the things they physically do is fantastic. You know? Now let's ask a question, guys. I'll bring this one up. Just want to see where your head is. Orlando Magic forward Jonathan Isaac he tears his ACL last Sunday, the day after he decided not to kneel and also not to wear any kind of Black Lives Matter t-shirt. What do you think about that? Like someone's, uh, I hate to wish bad on people, but I don't really know his reasoning for not doing it, but uh, it seems like a shitload of bad luck at this this point in time. What did about he say you, why man? he didn't do it? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's uh he's the super Christian of the century, and it, he only kneels to Jesus, and and he oh, doesn't uh, believe no, that no, this no. is in line with um, wearing a t-shirt kneeling does not show any allegiance to Black Lives Matter. Okay. Now he don't have to wear anything. No, no, he can he can wear his regular clothes once he gets out the hospital after surgery. I feel yeah, bad totally for the young the, He totally did the Herschel Walker with his statement. He just said they gave a statement. He gave some statement about all lives matter and the, the Christian thing, you know. Yes. Now, Jonathan Isaac, did I believe it was some kind of karma? No, I don't believe in things like that. I, I believe that it was an unfortunate accident. I didn't laugh at the kid, nor did I wish him bad luck, because that's just not how I'm getting down. But for him, if he even feels that slightly in his heart, then it's a learning moment, because there was a chance to show solidarity to other black people who are not in the position you in. Not in the position that you in. One, they're not in a position to be so at peace with thinking that they know God. Two, they're not so at peace knowing that they will eat today and that they're rolling in the dough and that their mama is fine. So you sometimes have to be just kinder to other people by your actions. Now, I did say something at the beginning, and I was thinking about this. How life is a series that we get all these no answers to questions. But I think it's because we don't ask the right questions. Everything's not a no. Sometimes a no is really a yes. Sometimes you can ask for shit that you're not supposed to have. And that's why you're being told no. At least that's how it works for me. I figured that out. And that's why I'm at peace with a lot of things that go on in my life. If you get sick, you never say, why me? It's supposed to be you. You're the one it's supposed to be for. Don't ask, why me? See, if you believe in some kind of higher power, ask for the strength to make it through. Not why me. Why me say that you already lost? Fuck that. I've been as sick as a person could be. And I never cried. I never said, why me? I just said, man, some way or another, find the strength to get through this shit, dude. You know, my parents sat me down when I was a kid. They'd be like, you know what? Just because it's free don't mean it's supposed to be for you. So 
everything ain't for you. You know, I, I just like to give some people something to think about other with all the other godly group that we talk about. But because I had some, I have a person like that in my life. They always pointing fingers. They always blame everything, but they take no responsibility for everything. You know what? Every relationship that you're in, you know what's a part of that relationship? You. What part did you play in that relationship? And you wonder why you're unhappy. Did you do anything to make somebody happy? You know? So I, I did promise I was going to talk about Ken and Karen just for a minute. And you guys could add whatever you want to this. Have you noticed lately Ken and Karen are eating their own? No, I, didn't, I, haven't, I haven't noticed that. If you look at the last several videos of Ken and Karen, they're attacking each other. Oh, I see. I, I see. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have now lost it to the point where we had a young dude punching out a 70-something-year-old. We had a woman attacking another woman. They are now, they're so out of it, they are now attacking each other. Ken and Karen is fucked up, man. You know, that's that's the deal. That's what I was getting at. That's what I mean by eating your own. Ken and Karen have yeah. now lost it to the point where if you go online right now and look at the last couple of videos, okay, we had that lady who tells the black guy who's watching his kids, uh, I'll shoot you in the head bullshit. You know, why are you here? We This shit is boring now. Why are you here? I want to see some ID. I know everybody in the neighborhood. Man, I couldn't tell you four of my neighbors. I couldn't fucking tell you four of my neighbors. And I've been here for a while. Because I mind my business. <laughs> you know? The fuck I need to know yeah, my neighbor's crazy. face for? You know? Crazy. I know. Show me your ID. No, you show me yours. What the hell? Since when I got to pull out my ID for a citizen? That's like me walking down the block and someone say, hey, can I see your ID? Go, no, go look at your own ID. I'm good. Last time I looked, my ID has my address on it. You're not getting my address. You don't need to know where I live. You know what? Call the fucking police. How about that? Call. The, and I don't want to deal with the police. I am not going to sit here and shit you not. I do not, under any circumstances, want to deal with the police. If I'm in a grocery store and a cop is in there and they say good day to me, I turn my back and I go the other way. I mean, that's how to the point I am. I want no dealing with the police at all. It can't end well for me. I don't see any positives of me dealing with the cops. You know, none whatsoever. So I don't want nothing to do with them and I don't want them dealing with me. And not even not even in passing, man. Don't don't bother me. I ain't bothering you. You know? I'm not bothering yeah, you. You're not bothering the cops. No, no, man. It, it, I don't see how it... I don't want to be stopped. I don't want them frisking me. I don't want to go through showing paperwork. I don't want nothing. You know... We had an incident a couple of days ago, a person being very loud at four in the morning. And, you know, somebody uh, says, uh, why did you call the cops? Like, are you fucking crazy? That means four in the morning, the cops got to knock on my door. Are you out of your mind? That's the last thing I want is the cops knocking at my fucking door at 4 a.m. Who's there to protect me from them? You know, because. I can see them now looking over my shoulder to look in. Can we come in? Uh, no. No. Well, that person's no longer there. Are you just making phone calls for no reason? Maybe you need to come down. Are you intoxicated? Are you on drugs? Now, now I'm the fucking criminal, and I didn't do anything in my own door. So to avoid that, man, unless you put me in a hospital, I ain't talking to them about nothing. Nothing. I'm old school Brooklyn guy. You ain't catching me talking to nobody in no motherfucking uniform. I just never did and I never will. Even if I know you for 30 years, I act like I don't know you when you're in uniform. That's just I always me. wonder like how does 
how do neighbors feel like when they call a cop? Like I think it was an incident a couple of months ago. Neighbor called the cops because uh, his neighbor door was open or something, and the cops ended up shooting the person in the house. Like, I wonder sure, how you feel. God. Like you caused that whole situation. Yeah, but see, in a situation like that, they didn't know if that person was in that house injured. I mean, I understand. Now, don't don't get me wrong, Bones. Don't get me wrong, that. Do I think police serve a purpose? Yes. There are women. There are children. There are old people who need the police. I'm still got some prime in my life. I don't need the cops for anything. Nothing. Not a damn thing. So, do they serve a purpose? Yes. Are there a ton of people that need to be off the streets and locked up? Sure. I'm not a fool. But, I mean, a situation like that, man, I wouldn't even know. Guilt is a motherfucker, man. Guilt is a motherfucker. And I don't know. There are people who do this all the time, and then bad situations happen. And you, you, you got to be able to separate. Did I really do anything to cause that? Or was I trying to look out for somebody and they escalated and I had nothing to do with it? So a person's got to be able to learn to forgive themselves. You know, it's not their fault. Shit happens all the time, man. Especially, think about it. I grew up in the Giuliani. That was a part of my growing up. So we had noise complaints called on us all the time. And sometimes these things would escalate to the point where cops would get physical with us. But I'm sure the person who made that 311 call, all they wanted us to do was shut the fuck up. They had to go to work. We're young. We don't care. <laughs> you know? And so somebody gets their ass busted. They're not really thinking, damn, man, did I do that? No, you didn't really do it. It wasn't a fact sometimes it's, you know, it's not right. But I don't know, man. That's But if we can avoid calling them for mundane shit, we need to call them to avoid it for mundane shit. I think two people can work out a fender bender without four cop cars pulling up. I think they can. I think they can pass each other their paperwork and move on with their lives. You know, I, I think the argument over a t-shirt at Walmart doesn't need anybody to be calling the police. <laughs> but People love to escalate situations like this. This this is where we are, man. Especially since, now, let's blame, let's call a spade a spade. These white women are weaponizing police. You know, that Central Park birdwatcher lady, Amy Cooper, she was weaponizing the cops. And for that fucking idiot to bend over backwards to accept apologies for her, really, I, I know. You know, I don't like brothers like that, man. It it, it made no sense what he did. Yeah, so my oh, she should have lost enough. her job. No, I'm good. She should have lost her job. There's consequences for things like that. You could have lost your life. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, he's attacking me. He's attacking me. Not he's bothering me. He's in my airspace. This black man is attacking me. They get there and he's a big dude. The dude look like he might be 6'2", six, 6'3", two, six, 200 some pounds. So maybe when these guys hop out the car, they're thinking, oh shit, man, we might have to physically you know, bring this motherfucker down. Just from the seriousness you know? of the call, they probably would have came out with guns drawn. Yeah. Think about it. We had the two situations we talked about earlier. And those were children and guns were drawn. Children. How a grown man thinks that it's ever right to pull a gun on a six-year-old or a nine-year-old is beyond me. Especially a person who takes an oath, who sits up there in front of the same thing that he claims to love. He claims to respect the law. He claims to respect authority. There's no six-year-old on the planet that I'm thinking about pulling a gun on. You know? Worst come to worst, you lay hands on that six-year-old. But pulling a gun on him, that's a whole different ballgame. I can't even imagine shooting at a six-year-old. What, the, what, what did I do in my life that put me in that place? I mean, I'm a, am I on heroin? No, don't misconstrue that, people. There's no heroin. 
But I mean, <laughs> shit, what are you on? Fucking her? You on dope? That's the same that's, thing I said about the cop that shot Tamir Rice. I'm like, yeah, how you just pull up next to a kid and shoot him? A little yeah. ass kid. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah, you know when when you could actually, you you'd be better off you'd be better off laying hands and two people walk away. Maybe one's bruised, but somebody walks away. Everybody walks away. You know, especially the dude who has something that most of us don't have. This one thing that police have that the average citizen does not have. One, they carry a uh, they carry a a tool that can put them in contact with other people who are like minded in a heartbeat, who will then be able to stop traffic to get to you. And when they come, they will all be armed with weapons. The average dude would like to think his crew could roll like that, but our crews can't roll like that. Police crews can roll like that. So unless you are really desperate bodily harm, there's no need to take it to that level. Like this week, I did something that I had to research again. I said, okay, let me do this research. When can you use deadly force as a civilian? And net, the hoops that you have to jump through to use deadly force as a civilian are so hard to jump through, you almost might as well not carry a gun. I mean, damn, you can't shoot somebody for breaking in your car. You only can shoot somebody for breaking in your car if you're in the car and you feel your life's in jeopardy. Now, depending on what state you're in, you can shoot somebody that enters your home, but you better not shoot them as they're turning or fleeing away from you. Now you're going to jail. So these same things that as Joe Citizen I know, the police have to know this much better than we do. This protocol, for everything this protocol, it's just about following protocol and being having your feet held to the fire about protocol. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. Cops could use, oh, I, I felt like my life was in danger. And automatically that that clears them of everything, any wrongdoing. Even yeah, if the yeah. person gets shot six times in the back, but you fear for your life, so that way you don't go to jail or have no consequences. That's crazy. Okay, well, let's say this. Anybody who's ever been arrested, almost everybody who's black or Hispanic, who's ever been arrested, and I'm saying for the slightest thing, even for an unopened container of beer, there's one thing that's an added charge on everybody's record. And it's the falsest shit ever. It's called existing arrest. Anybody who's ever been arrested gets an And you know why you get an existing arrest? Because it's easy to put on there. You could put your hands behind your back and dive to your knees and they still will say existing arrest on a police phone. That's just the way it goes. And it's, it's standard. Some shit is standard. That is almost standard. I guarantee you Martin Luther King's arrest record has existing arrests on it. And we know damn well he put his hands behind his back. Because they can do that. And because they can do that to you, they do it to you. But you know what? They're not, they're, not, they're not making it easier for people to side with them because the nonsense has not stopped. If they were to take a chill pill, and I'm not talking about two fucking cops playing basketball with some black kid somewhere. That's not enough. But I'm talking about a real chill pill. See, because that's that online viral bullshit that they try to feed you. White cop in uniform shoots ball with black kids. Don't let you know that as soon as he got down the block, he said, you motherfuckers better not be out here when I come back. So stop it. We ain't seen the sto- whole story. And that, besides, that doesn't that doesn't make Breonna Taylor come back. You know, we still need something done about Breonna Taylor. I'm sorry, man. It's, it's something. One way or the fucking other. Either piss us off or do what's right. Yeah, look what happened in New York. The the um, the union is suing the city based on the choke the chokehold ban. So they want it. They want that. Yeah, they, the they want it. Yeah, that's 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 
See, shit like that is silly. Anything that's inhumane, you should not be fighting for. The choke. If you ever been choked, it's the worst fucking feeling there is, man. I mean, that's somebody snuffing your life out of you. Who? There's got to be other ways. First of all, you carry a fucking taser. You got a stick and you got a gun and you got to choke me too. Stop it. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, damn, what else can't you do? My... I've had three what I call dear friends in my entire life. Three dear friends that I've ever had in my entire life. And I've been on the planet for over a half a century. One of my friends was killed by the, in front of the 80, I believe it's the 81st precinct on Gates and Patchen Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. He was choked to death on the B-52 bus. And I never got over that. Ever. And that's why some of the feelings that I have, I maintain to today. So one of my three only friends that I've ever had died in that manner. So it's close to home for me. It's real close to home for me. This was this was my first friend. So everything that I ever experienced for the first time, I experienced them all with this one person. First time I ever drank this person every time smoked a joint. This person played hooky. This person. First time I ever even ate a piece of pork was at this person's house. I grew up in a non-pork house. No pork allowed. And that was a big story when I had to come home and tell my parents I finally tasted a pork chop. They were not happy. (laughs) First time I ever went to a Catholic, I mean, a non-Catholic church was with this guy. I had never seen a Pentecostal church in my life. My fucking head was exploding. I slept with my parents. I'd never seen people dance up and down the aisle. I'm Catholic, man. I'm Catholic. I like it quiet. You know, I'd never <laughs> seen the Holy Ghost before. And I, that day I seen the Holy Ghost running back and forth. I was like, man, my dad, I don't give a damn. I am sleeping in bed with y'all tonight because this is some crazy stuff. They, they talked about these people talked about God was going to make people disappear off the planet and just go into the sky and the rest of us was going to hell. I never heard any of this stuff before. My mother and father called her rapidly and said, your son, my son, they seem to like each other a lot, but don't you ever take him to church again. If it's going on down like that, he can't come. We don't usually put our foot down like this, but this one we putting our foot down. The pork thing <laughs> that's on him. He want to fuck himself up. That's on him. But he's not allowed to bring anything from your house into my house. Yeah, my parents was deadly serious about that. There was no pork allowed in my house at all. No pork byproducts, nothing. So I, I didn't even know what pork chop was. But getting back to that, that's why I have the feelings that I have. When you lose somebody that dear to you, because of that situation, and I'm not saying he was innocent of anything, but all I'm saying is that's how it ended. When you get that fucking phone call four o'clock in the morning from his crying mother, you never forget that. There's no age that you reach where you get to forget that lady calling you, telling you this. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> so George Floyd's are not. You know, Tamir Rice's and people like that, they're just not stories in the newspaper to me because they rehash this brother to me. And out of respect to him, I won't even mention his name. But he's as true as I am sitting here where I'm sitting right now. And I I wonder how we would have developed as grown older men together. Because he he just had, his woman just gave birth two months. Matter of fact, she gave birth post. He died before he ever got to see his child. He died before he ever got to see his child. And I turned, I turned after that. You know, that was the end of it. Matter of fact, I was dating a girl. Dating a girl, she lived on Putnam. Right down the block from me on Putnam in Brooklyn, New York. And I'm now working where me and you were working together, Nat. 
So I'm going out to lunch one day, and somebody calls me by my name. But they don't call me by my government name. They call me by the name that everybody in the neighborhood knew me by. So I knew it was somebody that knew me. But they're sitting in a cop car. So I go, I look over and I go, hey, I didn't know you was police. He said, yeah. And I was like, damn, that's fucked up. And I turned and I walked away. She said, you don't want to talk? I was like, there's nothing to say. I don't want to be seen talking to you. I live in this fucking city. Are you kidding me? I live here. It's the last thing. And this was a girl. This was a girl, me and her. Man, she's the only girl in my life that I ever broke up with and got back together with. So I really liked her. I was like, oh, man, you the, you the police now? Fuck you. Oh, no, you, you got that attitude? Yeah, I mean, shit. Bitch, you could arrest me. Who the fuck wants to mess with a chick that can arrest you? Fuck out of here. I came back to work. It was, I hope I never see her again as long as I live, and I didn't. Matter of fact, she tried to friend me years ago on Facebook. I was like, that shit ain't happening, sister. Because I could already see where all your shit's going to be. Every time something go down, you're going to have that PD, NYPD shit, and I don't fly with that, man. Well, gentlemen... Unless you got something to say, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm good. Thanks for having me again. Did you, wa- Did you watch the UFC? Was it good? No, I missed that one. I'm waiting for next week's event. Okay, I'm going to watch the UFC today, and I'm going to finish up with this uh, PGA tournament. And my Spurs play today at 3 o'clock, so that's dinner time basketball. Go Spurs, go. Gentlemen, okay, have a great week, fellas. You too, man. I appreciate both of you. Have a good one. Right, stay good healthy. One. Stay safe. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening in. I appreciate you as I always do. This is Strange Talk with Doc. Don't forget, I got a brand new website. Strange.talk-with-doc.webnode.com. So that's webnor.com. Strange talk doc. And I appreciate you once again. Like I said, I wish you well. I wish you safety, health, prosperity, and I appreciate you. Subscribe, share, like, comment, mostly comment on anything that you heard that you would like to be a part of. Things of that nature. You know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'll see you next week. I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.